0: In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I'm going to tell you why I support Ryan Walters for State Superintendent of Education here in Oklahoma. And even if you don't live in this state, you should listen to this. Our educational establishment is broken, and we have to elect people that understand that and who have committed to fix it. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you so much for listening into the show. Today's topic is education again. More specifically, it's the state superintendent of education race here in Oklahoma. Now, if you don't live in the state, don't tune out, because these issues are pervasive across the land. They are playing themselves out in your own backyard. And let's just look at Oklahoma as the canary in the coal mine. If the canary here dies, that means there's poison in the entire mine, there's poison in the cave, there's poison in the entire country. If we can't get it right here in the reddest of red states, if we don't understand the issues between the two political parties, the Republican party and the Democrat party, if we can't elect people to lead our educational establishment, that understand that there are two diametrically opposing worldviews here, two very different worldviews in terms of what to do with education, what the school's responsibility is, how parents play into that, what ideas should be propagated and promoted to our progeny, the next generation of citizens. This is critical stuff. We have to get this right our nation is on the cusp of failure and collapse, and I've argued over and over again it all goes back to your local schools. And I'm not claiming anybody is perfect, and I may be wrong, maybe the people I'm supporting will will disappoint. But I'm going to lean toward those who have been associated with the better ideas. Those who have kept company with the people who say they understand the problem. Those that have listened to me and made promises to me accordingly. If I've been deceived and if I'm disappointed, so be it. But I'm going to tell you why. I support one educational philosophy versus another. One party's educational philosophy versus another. I'm going to tell you why. I believe what my mom told me when she raised me. You're known by the company you keep. And I'm going to tell you why I support Ryan Walters for State Superintendent of Education here in Oklahoma, as opposed to John Cox, who's been endorsed by a conservative organization or a conservative pundit or two. I'm going to tell you why I disagree. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. The rest of the show, we're going to talk about the state superintendent of education position here in Oklahoma. Now, I want to tell you something, one bit of full disclosure. I was asked to run for this position by a number of people, and I actually considered it for a very brief period of time. I didn't consider it because I want the job. In fact, I don't want the job. But my background is education, as you know. My entire career was lived out in the ivory tower. Higher education specifically for me. I have degrees in education. My PhD is in higher education and lifelong learning, pedagogy, andragogy, instructional methods, learning theory, how to build curriculum and how to Perpetuate, perpetuate. Excuse me, ideas. How to pass ideas on to other people effectively? Now, I've said over and over again on this show that one of the hallmarks of a conservative is that you're willing to thank people when they're right and criticize them when they're wrong. I've said that about Donald Trump. I thank him when he's right. I criticize him when he's wrong. I've said that about Governor Stitt. Obviously. Those two examples are from, are of people of, from my own party, Republican Party. And if you're a Democrat with, t- today listening in, I want you to be patient with me right now. You know, I, I've run across some very good Democrats here in Oklahoma. For whatever reason, they've decided to stay registered with the Democratic Party over the years. And they haven't switched their registration, even though they disagree vehemently with what's going on. In the United States right now with Joe Biden and whatnot. I think it goes back to their DNA, their family DNA. They've always been a Democrat and therefore they find it very difficult to be disloyal to that heritage and that tradition and I respect that. But I think we all have to ask ourselves at some point in time if the organization that we're keeping company with is so out of line with our personal values, our personal morality, the way we want to raise our children We have to ask ourselves, why are we still part of that party? And especially if you're a leader in a public role, if you continue to associate with a party that is so out of line with your local community values, with the values that you claim to hold dear, then why have you chosen to align with that party publicly in your profession as a school superintendent or whatnot? I have to ask that question. So these are some things I want you to keep in context as I talk uh, for the rest of the show here. Now, in the spirit of criticizing folks when they're wrong, but thanking them when they're right, even those that are in your own family, your own conservative circle, I want to come right out and say right now that I disagree with an endorsement that was issued recently by an organization that goes by the acronym ROPE, R-O-P-E. It's Restoring Oklahoma parental empowerment. It's a good organization, good people who want to do what's best for our kids. I want to say that again. Again, a good organization. I would encourage you to support it with good people that want to do what's right for our kids, conservatives that understand that our educational system is just a, it's just a, a mess. It's a broken, dysfunctional mess. Rope agrees with that. Um, but I disagree with an endorsement that they issued. And because I used to serve on the board of this organization, I want to make sure that people don't think that I'm in alignment with that with that endorsement. Again, not criticizing or encouraging people to, uh, to distance themselves from the organization, other than this endorsement. I think you should reconsider uh, that. But by and large, I think the organization is a good one. I disagree with one or two other things I may mention in the show, but the point is they just came out and endorsed John Cox rather than Ryan Walters for State Superintendent of Education. Well, I disagree vehemently with that endorsement, that endorsement of Mr. Cox. And I want to tell you why. Mr. Cox has been a Democrat his entire life. Up until the last handful of months, he was a Democrat, and he switched his party for the sake of this race. Now, anytime anybody does that, I immediately say, what in the world is going on? Why did you switch at the last minute just for the sake of this political race? Joy Hoffmeister, for example. I mean, she was never a Republican, we all know that. She was a Democrat at heart. She lied about being a Republican and sharing Republican values. And I'm very, very leery of making that same mistake again. Because if somebody has aligned with a given party their entire life, and then all of a sudden they say, oh, no, no, I'm I'm a Republican now, just before they announce for political for a political campaign. I'm very suspicious. I don't, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. Now... Uh, keep in mind, you're talking to a guy or listening to a guy who has the Jean Kirkpatrick Award for Academic Freedom. Now, why do I bring that up? It's one of the high points of my career when I was given that at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee, a couple years ago. Jean Kirkpatrick was an ambassador for the United States. She was appointed by Ronald Reagan, she served with him. And the interesting thing here is, Jean Kirkpatrick was a Democrat for a great portion of her life, and then she became a Republican. Likewise, Ronald Reagan. So why am I saying that I'm suspicious of those who switch parties and not suspicious of Gene Kirkpatrick and Ronald Reagan? Because they proved their stripes for years and years, if not decades, before they ever pursued political office. They proved through the battle that they switch for good reason and that they understood the lies and the problems, the fallacies, the deception of the worldview that they were formerly aligned with. And then they came out swinging, speaking against those particular issues, and demonstrated that, in some ways, they their old party had left them, and they hadn't left their old party. You get my point? I don't begrudge anybody switching parties. In fact, if you're listening right now and you agree with a lot of the things I say on my show day in and day out, and you're a Democrat, uh, I would just ask you why. In fact, I was talking to a guy door-to-door in Winona, Oklahoma, as I was campaigning for county commissioner. And he's fully supportive of what I believe and what I'm going to do and told me to put yard signs up in his yard, but he's a registered Democrat. And as we talked about his concerns with what's going on in the country right now, I laughed and said, buddy, you're really a Republican. Why are you still aligned with this this party? And the bottom line was, he is still aligned with that party out of family loyalty. And I appreciate that. I understand that. But when it comes time to endorse somebody who has political aspirations, who is a Democrat just just yesterday, and now has declared him or herself to be a Republican for the sake of a political race, and they haven't had enough time to prove that that's a sincere switch. I have questions. Oh, well, I don't have the same types of questions for the voter, per se, because the voter isn't running for political office. If you're just a voter not running for political office, not assuming authority over me or anybody else in terms of being Secretary of Education, Secretary of Instruction, whatever the case may be, then I, I don't think you need as much time to prove your stripes. But Joy Hoffmeister, no, no. She's a liar. We all know that. And I don't know about Mr. Cox. I don't know whether he's telling the truth or not. That's why I can't endorse him and I can't support Rope's endorsement of him. Another reason I have difficulty um, with Rope's endorsement is they say one of the reasons they're endorsing Mr. Cox is because he has stood against what is called in Oklahoma the school choice movement. And Rope disagrees with the school choice movement because they don't want government dollars influencing private education. And I understand that, too. I've, I've talked on this show about... If you take government dollars, you're going to be beholding to the government. And I ran a Christian university for decades. And I understand the dangers therein. But I've also said there are ways to craft this legislation to make it clear legally, legally, statutorily, that the money is yours and not the government's, that it's a tax rebate, that a voucher is defined as tax dollars being rebated back to you because they were your dollars in the first place that you can use to educate your kids in the manner that you see fit in the schools that are in keeping with your values. And apparently, and I don't want to misrepresent Rope or Mr. Cox, apparently they disagree with that because they don't believe that is possible. And they've stood against legislation here in Oklahoma that would give the voters, the taxpayers, the right to use their dollars to send their kids to whatever school they choose to, pay for their kids to go to that school with their money, not the government money. See, the the devil's in the details here. If you buy the lie that it's the government's money, then you're going to make mistakes. It's not the government's money. It never was their money. The government doesn't do anything to make money other than confiscate it from you. It's called taxation. And just because they took it from you doesn't make it theirs. If you can get legislation crafted wisely, then you can get the money back and pay for your kids to go to a good school rather than a crappy one. And no conservative organization or leader should stand against that in my view. So, I have difficulty with those, and Rope isn't the only one. There's another conservative person that I deeply respect. I attended church with him. Again, I'm talking about organizations and people that I agree with 99% of the time. So this isn't a disparaging, throw them under the bus moment. This is an adult disagreement. And that's what cons- conservatives should be able to do publicly. Demonstrate to the world that we can disagree on things. And we can still work together in co-belligerence for a common good. We don't have to uh, wring our hands and say, Oh, I I, I can't believe you disagreed with me. No, no, I'm not going to go there. So, Mr. Cox has been a Democrat his entire life. Now, this is true up until the last few months when he switched parties for this race. And this, this is a fact. As such, he's consistently aligned himself with a party that he understands and he knows full well, supports unlimited abortion, LGBTQIA nihilism, big government, and federal control of our schools. That is part and parcel of the Democrat platform. So I have to ask you a question. Why have you been aligned with that party that shares those priorities, makes it very explicit to the entire country that they support unlimited abortion, LGBTQ nihilism, big government, and federal control of our schools, all things that the Democrat party stands for? Why have you been aligned with that party proudly and publicly? In your position as a superintendent of your local school system for the last 20-some years? I've got to ask that question. And just some flippant, well, I was always really... Uh, more aligned with the Republicans, but I never switched my party. I, I, no, no, that is not acceptable. You were a leader of education, and you were letting people know that you were more aligned with the Democrat Party and its values and its priorities than you were a different party. And it didn't have to be Republican; it could have been a Constitutionalist Party, it could have been Independent, it could have been Libertarian. But you chose, you chose to align with the Democrat Party, and now you're saying you're a Republican. And I have to scratch my head and say, well, my mom always told me that you were known by the company you keep. You've been keeping some pretty interesting company for a long time, and you've not just been doing it as a private voter. You've been doing it as a public official, as the superintendent of a public school system. So because Mr. Cox falls into this category of concern that I've just described, I cannot support him. There's just not enough proof. There's not enough information there. There isn't enough time to demonstrate that he's a Gene Kirkpatrick or a Ronald Reagan by any stretch of the imagination. So as a conservative, a person who believes in conserving the time-tested truths of God, as a conservative, a person who believes in conserving parents' rights over your children's education and that you can educate them the way you want them to be and that the government, the state, no political party has any right coercing you or confronting you, challenging you, forcing you to teach your kids garbage that you don't want them to be taught. If somebody's running for the highest education office in our state that has been aligned with a party that has been guilty of all of that coercion and all of that corruption in the educational establishment. I cannot understand how conservatives could lean his direction. The changing of the stripes is just too recent. And as to the question, question of vouchers, I want to go into that one more time because I disagree with Cox on that, and I disagree with Rope on that. I've tried repeatedly to communicate with you people on the radio as well as people at Rope and people all over the place. I've tried to communicate to get everybody to understand that there are ways to assure that voucher legislation, school choice legislation, can be legally defined to make the funds that we're talking about clearly Clearly, legally, statutorily, defined as your money and not the government's money. I said that, but I want you to hear it again. Now, if I failed to get the folks at Rope, or if I failed to get you to understand this or agree, I'll take some responsibility for that. Maybe I haven't argued the point strongly enough, but I do have decades of experience with this very issue. I agree with the concern The funding source is going to have authority over the school. That's why the funding source needs to be legally and statutorily defined as you. It is your money. It is not the government's money. Don't talk about government-funded schools. They're not funded by the government. They're They're funded by you. If you buy the lie, if you start using the definitions, you're going to start making mistakes. And I don't want to hear any conservative talk about government money. It's not the government's money. There isn't one dime that is spent at your local school that is the government's money. It's your money. They wouldn't have the money if they didn't take it from you in the first place. And if you can get it back and have it be legally defined as yours in the legislation that gives it back to you, then you can use your money to educate your kids in the way you choose. The bottom line is that school choice is critical in our country. Without it, I would argue our country is lost. And I'm not engaging in hyperbole there. I firmly believe that. If we don't fix our education, and notice I said I didn't, I I notice I didn't say fix our schools. Some of our schools are just lost. You just need to admit it. If we don't fix education, if we don't give families, parents, students, the option of school choice, our country is lost. Because you should be able to take your money and use it as you see fit for your kids in educating them in the the schools that you choose. And that's why I would stand against this endorsement by ROPE or any other organization or individual. And again, I said I'm not just speaking about ROPE. Someone endorsing Cox, I I think that's wrong and misguided. And I also disagree with this opposition to school choice. Some will say that's we're not not against school choice. You should have the choice to send your kids where you want. The government shouldn't be able to force you to send them to the local, quote-unquote, public school. But that's a, that's a sleight of hand to say it that way because you really know what you're arguing against is making it financially viable for parents to make that choice because you're standing against them getting their money back via vouchers or whatever other word you want to lay over the top of it. You're standing against legislation that would permit that to happen, and therefore a lot of parents don't have the financial wherewithal to send their kids to a different school than the local public school. So don't tell me you're, you're for school choice when you've stood against legislation that would give parents the financial means to make that choice by giving their money back to them. So... I support Ryan Walters. I'm going to vote for Ryan Walters. I will not vote for John Cox. And as such, I disagree with Rope, restoring Oklahoma parental empowerment. I disagree with others who have endorsed John Cox. I mean, John Cox has been a superintendent of a public school. He may have done an admirable job in some ways, and Rope, admi- Rope um, cites some of those. Apparently John Cox was against Common Core. I haven't researched that myself, but Rope says it, so I'm sure that's true. But the bottom line is John Cox has been over a public school system that has embraced, by and large, the ideology of John Dewey and the progressive left. The, the fact of the matter is he has been registered with a party that supports some things that I think are blatantly immoral a party that has been working and successfully indoctrinating our kids to believe this nonsense. I've met with Ryan Walters, personally, and I've told him that the things that must be addressed in our culture and our country are, are numerous, and if we don't address them, we are without hope. We've got to confront the blatant racism that's endemic in critical race theory. What has John Cox done in that area? The sleight of hand of social-emotional learning. The ontological insanity of the LGBTQIA alphabet soup nonsense. The overt misogyny of trans ideology. The divisive hatred of Black Lives Matter. The pervasive arrogance of the National Education Association. The absolute non-negotiable of local parental authority. How about the commitment to return to just teaching our kids how to read and count and write and understand the basics of science, like biology and physiology? That a man is a man and a woman is a woman, and you can't interchange the two just because of feelings. Facts are facts. They don't care about your subjective feelings. How about the importance of standing against the federalization of our curriculum and the necessity of teaching virtues rather than vices? How about teaching that our Constitution is a good thing and not a bad thing? And so is the Declaration of Independence and the Federalist Papers. How about school choice? Hundreds of thousands of parents want these things that I just mentioned to be front and center. And we need a trusted conservative waving this banner, not somebody who just changed his stripes yesterday for the sake of political ambition. If... if, if, if John Cox had a track record of doing all of this, then I'd be supporting him, too. If you were part of a party and a movement that supported this, I'd be for him, too. I wouldn't care that he once was a Democrat. I'd support him like I would Ronald Reagan or Gene Kirkpatrick, but I don't see that. Is Ryan Walters perfect? Am I perfect? Are you? No but i see ryan walters aligned with these things and he's looked me in the face over a hamburger at the copan truck spot truck stop excuse me at the copan truck stop and he's promised me he will address these things and therefore i'm standing with ryan walters and i will vote for him rather than john cox i'm dr everett piper and this is the rebellion